girl Andrell, and you are listening to Heart of the Matter. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Yes, I said it. Happy New Year. It is January 21st, and I'm coming on strong to wish you a Happy New Year. I haven't had um, the privilege of uh, chatting with you or finding myself in your car or in your uh, pods as you're working out, um, but I do want to tell you how grateful I am to be back in it with you and want to make sure I start off correct by wishing you a happy new year. I'm hopeful that as 2021 has uh, rolled in full force fearless of everything we had going on around us it came and said here I am and I hope that you have been able to embrace it I think often when we consider the end of a thing we may find ourselves um, sitting in a place where we may be focusing on what did not happen and tonight I just want to come to you and share from the place of Um, celebration and exploration of what is as opposed to what was not. Yes, 2021 is here. And while 2020 went down in a way I think no one could have predicted, anyone who could have predicted, we have some serious questions for you. But if you're like me, it was unplanned, unexpected, unpredictable, but yet we're still standing. And so today I wanted to take a moment and share with you a simple concept um, that I found myself reflecting upon as I was uh, preparing to embrace or receive a new year. I'm not, you know, I personally, I, I don't know how or what traditions you have when you prepare for a new year, but often I find myself very reflective and very pensive. And, you know, I like to think of, you know, my personal goals. I like to think of um, my accomplishments. I like to consider, um, you know, ideas and things that I would like to launch in the future. And I, I found myself sitting there thinking of, people who would potentially sit in fear at the end of 2020 as 2021 was looming in. And the thought of the fear of a new year was bringing the thought or the idea of how we handle the end of a thing and how we can maybe perceive the distance with which we find ourselves on this journey of life, on the journey of the goals we have for a set, on the journey of the things we are building. When we consider those, the distance that we have either achieved or the lack thereof can sometimes impact or impair our judgment as we reflect on it. And so today I want to talk about distance You know, um, as I thought of the end of a thing, I couldn't help but think of the beginning of a thing. And I do do believe that you need to be of a mindset 
that there is belief that when one thing ends, something else starts or begins. And in order to do so, we need to release the idea that time is finite, that there is a hard stop and a hard end to a thing. And so this thought of distance just started to, you know, grow (laughs) and take a life of its own. And it just couldn't help but stop really with the whole concept of distance. Now, if I were to give you the definition of distance, it is the space between two objects. Um, And the biggest challenge, I believe, with distance is often that in-between space between those two, two places, two times, two situations, that in-between moment, the place between those two things is often where we get sucked in and misplace the concept of distance, lumping it into a category that often has a negative connotation. Um, you know, distance for me is, is when I think of it, it's that long trip. Right. It's that trip you get into a car and you know you're going to be in there for um, a number of hours that you have no business being in the car for that long. And you've packed a number of things in an attempt to occupy yourself, distract yourself and make it feel productive, despite the fact that it is exactly what it is. It is you stuck in a box for an X number of hours. Um, Is it obvious that I don't care for road trips? Um, I have, I have earned my stripes. I have proven my resilience and my ability to do what I have to do. I have driven godforsaken hours to get from one place to the next. And I can tell you, I do not enjoy it. But interestingly enough, while I did not enjoy the in-between meaning the drive from point A to point B, I promise you I have enjoyed being in point B. How how does that work? I hate the in-between, but I love being where it is I wanted to get to. Let, let, let me go a step further. I love where I wanted to be so bad that I was able to overlook not liking the journey to get there because I knew at the end of the day, my destination would outweigh the discomfort and the frustration that I tend to experience when I'm in the car for an extended period of time. I want to present this analogy so you can consider where you are. And if you are standing in a point in this, um, in this journey of your life or wherever you find yourself, if you are looking back and feel that you have not gained enough ground and are looking back on what you've accomplished or where you are in light of in sight of where you're trying to go to and cannot help but feel a ways i want to to encourage you to keep in mind that the destination outweighs the journey that you're on and that it will be worth it I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person who's traveled a ways and 
you know, the, the jet lag, the exhaustion, but yet when we've reached our destination, it's like we forgot all about it. It's kind of like having a baby. They say some happen, some hormones happen to help you forget the pain of childbirth so that you'll do it again. Ain't that crazy? I mean, God thought of it all. I mean, he thought of it all. And I want to invite you to think of the journey where you are and remember the destination that you are headed towards and to not lose hope to not lose encouragement and momentum as you move forward. Because here's here's the big point. Here's one of the big points I wanna make. Sometimes while we're on the journey, we don't realize how close we are to the end. And we we lose hope right before we reach the end of, or we reach our destination. You know, I can't help but think of the Israelites. Um, this is a Bible story for anybody, anybody who may not be familiar, but these are the, the Israelites were slaves um, to the Egyptians for over 400 years. And um, Moses uh, was called to go and get them liberated. And so that they could go into the promised land and be a people who would honor and worship God and amazing stuff. But before they could get there, they actually had to leave where they were enslaved and travel to a place that would be told to them that they would be their promised land. And they went through a heck of a lot. Okay, this is under, like me just trying to give you a very abridged version of the story. And it's a phenomenal story. It's, it's, it's so meaty and weighted that if I really start unpacking it, I will deviate from the purpose of this conversation. So today I'm giving you the abridged. They went through a whole lot. I'm talking plagues. I'm talking death. I'm talking, um, you know, an economy was lost for a whole country when this these people were liberated. So it's a phenomenal story. But they get liberated from Egypt and they cross a Red Sea that opens up for them and they cross dry land okay and that sea closes up on their enemies who are chasing them and now they're in this desert making their way towards the promised land they got so close they were a breath away they were a hairs away from the promised land but what happened is after 400 years of being enslaved, there was a lot of psychology, a lot of emotional trauma that needed to get dealt with before they could even make it. And because of all the trauma, because of, because of the mindset, they missed the destination by a hair. They were there, but they couldn't cross into it. Now, why am I telling you this story? I want to present it from the perspective of sometimes you think you're nowhere near the end of a journey and you're there. You're a hairs away from entering into your promise. But because we're holding on to a lot of things from the past, we can't even recognize it. We can't even see it because we're we're bogged down by thoughts and thinking processes and, and old programming that just doesn't don't work for us. And will not work for us where we're trying to go and we miss it. So is it possible that where you think you are at mile one of a hundred mile journey, you are actually at mile 99? 
is it possible? Is it possible that your perspective of where you find yourself right now is slightly skewed, slightly slanted, and you're missing what is right in front of you? Perspective. That perspective is huge for me. I'm a huge fan of any movie or stories that will present an, a, an event from different perspectives, different angles, because what looks one way for you will look a different for somebody else because they're seeing a whole different part of that thing. And, and perspective can sometimes make or break us in the decisions we make. And I want to challenge you with the perspective you may have right now with the distance or what you've achieved on the journey you're in right now. So that's one. I want you to consider where you're at. The next thing I want you to think about when we're thinking of distance, is it possible that we're meant to appreciate the in-between a bit more? Listen, I ain't saying it's gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be fun. Ask Moses. Okay, you can't ask Moses. He ain't around no more. Um, but Moses who spoke to God, okay, he saw God, okay. He went to Pharaoh and said, Hey, let my people go. And he went back again and again and again until it happened. And yet he gets to this desert and the people are complaining and he's just, he's about to lose it. He, I, you know, I can't say that I can fully relate, but the mother and me can connect somewhat to losing it. And they're saying, we're thirsty. You brought us here to kill us and you're just no good after he did all he did. Don't get me caught up in that. But instead of talking to the rock, God tells him, speak to the, to the rock and water will come out for the people so that they'll be you know, appeased and their thirst will be quenched. And instead of speaking to it, you know, his head was hot and he hit that rock. And because he hit the rock, he missed his promise. So I say that, you know, I'm bringing this story and I think, you know, maybe the Israelites in this concept of getting out of of slavery into a promised land maybe is a big theme for me and what 2021 holds. Who knows? We'll find out together, right? But nonetheless, he got overwhelmed and he hit the rock instead of speaking to it. And because of that mistake, he missed out on an opportunity or he missed out on walking into the promise that he worked so hard to bring a people to. Are we meant, and am I saying that he should have been all happy and ecstatic when the people were whining and moaning and complaining? Or was this maybe an opportunity for him to go even deeper in his relationship with God in terms of, and I know this sounds so holier than now, but it's the whole idea of like, in those moments, can we still ourselves enough? Can we silence ourselves enough to see what is to be learned so that we can move even further and deeper on a different level? Who knows? I can say that that error cost him a promise, but I want to present it to you from the perspective of, on your journey, are there things that we need to learn to enjoy and appreciate? Should I be enjoying my the scenery a bit more when I do those road trips? So I'm not so like, ugh, you know, just always, you know, wanting to make it to the end and not really even pay attention to what's happening around me. Should I be doing some stops so I can see cer- certain cities that I may not have a the opportunity to stop by and visit and experience? I don't know. 
I do believe that the journey isn't meant to be as painful as I experience it. And that I think the journey we lit, we walk through is meant to prepare us and equip us for the destination we're looking to get to. And so as you are in between, I want to challenge you to look up and look around and enjoy the journey as you, as you continue to gain ground on the distance you are looking to achieve. If we can enjoy the journey, I wonder how much more we'll learn. That's my third point. The longer the journey, the more stops and learnings along the way. To drive cost country, you need to make some stops. You need some gas breaks. You need some potty breaks. You need some food breaks. Sometimes you need rest breaks. The distance will determine how often you'll need to stop and how how much you'll need, actually. And so if if your goal is a big one, and I believe in big goals, there will be many stops along the way. Now, I don't recommend setting up shop in the stops, but I do believe that that is part of the process and the journey. There's so much to be learned. And I just mentioned the idea that we have things we need to learn along the way that will equip us and prepare us for the destination in question. That those stops and those moments, that is when we will do the learning. Don't get the stop confused with or the breaks that you need to take confused with the idea that you are lagging or that you are slacking as much as it is likely a pit stop you need to refuel in order to gain even more ground and even more distance on the next leg. So the distance that you have before you will inform and determine the stops and the learnings needed for your destination. The last thing I want to speak to when it comes to distance is while I don't care for distance or long trips or, you know, driving long distance, I can promise you that that destination is often well worth it. Um, There have been a few moments where it has not, and I have fully regretted it. But more often than not, I've enjoyed it. And it's the time spent there was plenty to fuel me and equip me to prepare me for my return. And it was important for me to be willing to go the distance. Going the distance, when we think of that expression, it speaks to finishing what you started. It's completing and seeing something through. Sometimes we'll get very near, very close to our goal or said goal and we'll pull back and we don't go that extra mile. I don't do long I don't do long runs. I don't run. So my it's really not my favorite thing to do. But there's this when I do have to run, there's something I need to tap into that will allow me to get to the goal I set for myself, be it run for a certain amount of time or see a certain distance um, achieved, I have to tap into something a bit deeper, especially when I get close to the end. Because by then I feel like, well, I've done a lot. 
I've burned enough calories that I should be able to just ease up right now. When I feel like that, what really needs to happen is I need to double down and go the distance. And so as you stand in 2021, possibly looking back at 2020, feeling maybe defeated, maybe frustrated that you have not achieved or reached goals that you had set for yourself, I want to invite you to reconsider 2020. And I want you to revisit what you thought you should have done and what has actually happened. What have you learned in 2020? How much stronger are you because of 2020? What have you learned about yourself that needs to be worked on and and addressed as you prepare for 2021 and as you try to reestablish and redetermine new goals? Looking back, consider the distance that you have achieved and realize that while it didn't look like you had hoped or planned it, it would look like, it was still movement and progress regardless. Because all parts of the journey lead you closer to the destination. Now, if you stopped, that's another conversation. But if you know that despite everything, you kept moving, you kept figuring out, you kept reinventing yourself, you kept redetermining how, how things need to happen in order for you to re resume maybe the momentum you had prior to everything shut down. I want you to consider that and know that this distance that you are making or that the ground you are gaining is all relevant and is all part of the bigger picture. Take a look, reconsider, and see how far you've gone. So there's a, head of, there's a bit ahead of us. I don't think it's impossible, but I'm convinced that you've done more than you believe you have. So here's to 2021. Here's to going the distance. Here's to committing to what we said we're going to do and moving on those things in concrete ways and doing the work, showing up day in and day out in the little things that will amount to a lot as we bring them all together. So excited for the new year, excited to get back on this uh, journey with you and hope you'll stick around and partake and uh, share with me how your journey is going. Thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to chatting again with you.